Imagine Eternia. Eternia. Imagine the feet of fangs. Eternia. Battery's not included. Imagine the soaring sky tracks. Figure so separately. The cavern of justice. Eternia. Imagine the power lift to the control chamber. At last, from the masters of the universe, the world you've always imagined can be yours. Welcome to Each Sold Separately Collect Them All, an action figure podcast with me, Colonel Rain's Carr, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. This is the beginning of season three, and it's also our fifth anniversary, and we have a brand new sponsor that I wanted to mention before we get started. And our sponsor is McFarland's Anonymous. Now, McFarland's Anonymous <laughs> support group for people who just keep buying that Superman and that Batman over and over and over again, just hoping for that sculpt. That's never nope. going to come. Nope. So if you too find yourself just endlessly purchasing Supermans and endlessly purchasing Batmans, just it just never satiates satiates that you know perfect thirst inside of your body. Maybe you too need McFarland Anonymous. And now back to the show. Hey, Brian Charles Rooney, how are you doing? So nice to see you after a two-year hiatus where we have now been picked up by a new network. Uh, we were in negotiations with our old network. Now we're with our new network, and we finally have a new episode for the 50 countries this podcast is listened to in. So how are you, sir, and what have you been doing for the last two years? Traveling the world, visiting 50 countries to promote... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Actually, this is not Brian Charles Rooney. This is Todd McFarlane, and I'm here to... To, huh. to spread a PSA for those of you who buy action figure girls for your sons, be careful, they'll become child molesting um, murder serial killers. And you think I'm joking, but that's something he actually said. Well, not the child molesting part, but the, the serial killer part. He says that if you buy female Sorry. action figures for little boys, they'll probably become serial killers. And he wasn't kidding. Um, other than yeah, that, okay, great. <laughs> okay, so you have uh, just to McFarland jump the pylon. So I'm, I'm oh, totally. Well, the uh, just to give everyone the update. Last time we chatted, Brian Charles Rooney had moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I had moved to Mariana, Florida, to teach at a college. I now live in St. Augustine, Florida, again, and um, we have both been working very hard in the theater and other venues and doing our job. Yeah, and and I, uh, raising children, etc. <laughs> yes, and I'm a Grammy nominee now, which is kind of kind of insane. What it's, is a Grammy nominee? What, how yep. did that happen? Tell us about that. Uh, I helped uh, produce and I recorded on a three-volume collection called Sondheim Unplugged. Stephen Sondheim, um, who passed away not too long ago, is the composer lyricist of um, shows like Sweeney Assassins, Todd and Company and Assassins and... Um, into the woods, which a lot of people who may not be into theater would 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 recognize probably because of a movie. Um, very gifted, talented man um, has written a, a lot of wonderful music, and this collection is a three volume, uh, twenty song per per volume, something like that. Uh, collection of acoustic recordings of his songs. Uh, with a whole bunch of Broadway stars, cabaret stars, uh, a couple of TV people. I mean, it's sort of a big swath of talent, which is um, which is nice. And I, not to darken things at all, but I recorded all of my songs four days after my mother passed away. 
in 21. So um, to have this nominated after this much time and and have it selling pretty well, not that I'm getting, <laughs> not that any of us are getting much for that, but um, it, it it was obviously being nominated for Grammy is pretty great, but to have it for this particular project was um, extra special. So, and I didn't expect Most to win. Definitely. Um, we, we just, you know, we just had, they just had the ceremony. I didn't expect to win, but I have to say that even though I didn't expect it and didn't count on it when we didn't, I like cried for half a second. I was, I was <laughs> sort of like, why are you, what you didn't, you didn't expect this. And I thought it's because you didn't work hard enough. You didn't love yeah, your mother enough, uh, I think is why you didn't win. No, I didn't love my mother enough. I didn't work hard <laughs> enough. I certainly didn't campaign at all. I mean, like that, that's, oh, and it is, go. that's the thing that people probably don't know. It's not like, Oh, who's best. It's who's running for that office. Cause it's really always, like, that's how it's, how it always is. Yeah. And, and you have to have a certain amount of resources and you have to have, you know, your record label behind you and all of that. And, um, it was interesting. We didn't lose. We were nominated up against um, Pentatonix and Bruce Springsteen and a couple of other big names. And then Lafay, I'm saying her name wrong. L-A-U-F-E-Y is the person who won. Um, and she's really talented. She sang right before the nomination category. Of course she did. Of course like, she did. Oh, well. <laughs> and I knew. Too I bad knew for us. Right, exactly. Um but it was cool. It was a cool experience and it was um it motivated me uh to sort of get even more serious about more recording because I've been That's encouraged nice. to and I I just have never put any effort into it other than this. Um Well, I mean, I think that definitely give you a little boost or a little confidence to know that um uh, maybe what you're doing is or heading in that direction might be the right thing to do. I guess. Um <laughs> I hope so. Maybe. I mean, yeah. At this um, point it has but to on, be. Yeah. Sadly, on that subject, I lost my mother this, about a year ago as well, because we're getting to that age where that kind of thing happens, yep. uh, which is 26, of course. And um, and uh, so mine we've been dealing with all kinds mine, of weird... Mine did not die, not to like <laughs> drag her through the mud. Mine didn't die because of <laughs> old age. Mine died because of lack of self-care. And I... That was mine not, as well. You know, not to sort of PSA all over the place, but like, <laughs> if you are dealing with something however minor it is go do your fa- yourself the favor and go to the doctor and if you're not getting the answers that you need there find a different one you have to take care of yourself you cannot you can collect all the toys you want and it can make you feel better because i know that's who we're talking to of course and it does and it makes you know, me feel better and it does yeah. and it's really nice in a lot of ways but it, you can't enjoy them um if you die <laughs> You know, that's that's you cannot take them with you, I don't think. So, you know, I yeah, and no. you end up leaving a gigantic mess for the people behind you. My mother was not a toy collector. She was an antique collector. So my mother as well. Yeah. Yeah. Going through stuff like that. Joyful in some ways, but absolutely. Um, a lot for my sister and I. And uh, oh, yeah, I, but we I, still I, haven't done that with ours as well. Yeah, it's a big job. And it makes me more conscious now walking around the toy room and the garage and going, what do I really like? What really makes me happy? That that stupid spark of joy thing. It it really does do your mind and your body good to wrestle with that for a bit and go, I don't need this group of toys anymore. I could give this away or I could sell it and, you know, 
buy something buy for something your son else. or go <laughs> well, on a trip yes, or do something else. Yeah. Any number of things, you know, I, or save it, you know, that's, that's a good thing too. Oh, so save. I don't, I don't the collectors <laughs> don't, we don't save money. If there's any extra money, it goes straight into the plastic. I don't right, know what but, you're talking about. But don't, but don't we, because some of these things, <laughs> a lot of these things, like I, going through some of the old stuff in the garage, that's like still in bins that I just never unpacked because I don't have a relationship with that stuff anymore. A lot of that stuff has, it has appreciated you know, there's mm-hmm. there's stuff in there that sort of was worth something and then it dipped because it went out of favor. And now again, it's like, oh, we've got a new crop of people every couple of years. Yep. They're like, oh, those vintage ever after high toys. Like, <laughs> which to me is hilarious. So I'm like, vintage? That was 20 minutes ago. No, it wasn't. It was a while ago. And yeah, so that's vintage. vintage now is like anything before, you know, three years, um, which is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, it's sort of my perspective about life and and everything is definitely different. And I'm sure yours is, too, since, For sure. you know, not to be negative about it, but there, you know, the, the death is sad. And but then, I, you know, I think about all the benefits, the sort of positive perspective I have on a lot of things that I might not have been aware of before, um, making sure I spend my time well and and that has definitely bled into collecting. I don't, I'm better about not impulse buying as much. I go, I, I definitely am as well. I'm definitely cherry picking a lot more than I had yeah, been before. For sure. I mean, it doesn't help that there are like 900 masters of the universe lines running at once right now. Um, <laughs> and, you know, speaking of McFarlane, that's a good example for me. I could have gone whole hog. I don't think I would have it after the first year because it really was, as as you said, just every other figure is a Batman or Superman. Mm-hmm. And I I have enough of those. Um, I don't need heavy metal rocker Superman and Batman. Like, I no. don't. I, no. The comic might... You know, I haven't even read that comics that series. That might be great, but I don't need a figure of them. Um, and I think most people collecting that line are of the same mind at this point. They're like, where is vixen where is black canary where is um oh gosh uh i mean most of the guys are being made because he's super into that but um (laughs) but there are a lot of really key players missing so it's and that's been better lately but uh the quality and the quality's hit or miss so um, always and always has been for 30 years on their figures has always been hit or miss yeah um Speaking of Marie Kondo and um, finding your joy in your figures, so if you're going to start cleaning things out, does that mean that when your new Eternia playset shows up, you look at the old one, is it not? Can you not hear me? It, I can hear it's you, scratchy. but it's really scratchy. Yeah. Oh, it's scratchy. Weird. Hmm. Pull the pull the um the thing out and lick it or clean it. The plug. This I have. Oh, this. Oh, that's... Hold on one second. Yeah. There's some interference. When you picked it up, it was better. Really? Like this? Yeah, it went away. It might be the... How about are, now? Are you, right, are you right in front of your com- your computer? I am. It might be I the, the, back the magnet bit. the magnet field from the computer. 
Yeah, let me move back a little bit here. We can cut some of the stuff out here. That's, yeah, um, that's, it's that's been a minute different. since we've recorded everybody, so sorry. The um, <laughs> But the uh, speaking of uh, Marie Kondo and finding your joy, when you get your new Eternia playset in the mail here soon, <laughs> does that mean the old crappy Eternia playset from the 80s is going to go in the trash can? Or are you just going to give it to your son? I'm sure he'd enjoy the original Eternia playset, yes? <laughs> The original Eternia playset, which is sitting on my desk and is does not have the old track because that disintegrated. Um, it has the repro track that I bought on eBay during the lockdown, which is a really good quality and was a really inc- it was 50 bucks when I got it. I think it's ranged from about there to like 90. But in any case, it's worth the hundred dollars if you pay that much. Yeah, um, it's really well made and it's uh, light. So it doesn't drag the uh, support parts down uh, when you run the, the tram and the tram still works from, you know, 400 That's years crazy. ago. I know. I don't think that anything made nowadays would still be working, but this stuff is, this, this Eternia looks new. Like it doesn't look aged at all. Um, but the so new you're one... going to display two Eternias? <laughs> no. Uh, I am going to... Mr. Up... I don't have the space for toys, but well, no, I'm going to have, have two Eternias. space for toys. We have a house. And we have a playroom. So the, the question is, <laughs> Christian is like, we've been going through, speaking of cleaning up and sort of having perspective, I'm like trying to teach him, um, you have to sort of get rid of things you don't play with. The problem is that he's actually really imaginative and really resourceful. So if I draw his attention to something... And he hasn't played with it in a while. He then sort of incorporates parts of those things into his into his playing. So right now his focus has been Masters of the Universe, Origins, and Masterverse because Revolution just debuted and on Netflix. And he, I mean, we both were, you know, on Cloud Nine. Um, we loved huh. it. And and he has he loves Skeletech, the sort of techno virus yeah. infected Skeletor. Has that um, figure come out yet? Yes, and he got that. Okay. Uh, and so did I. Um, which <laughs> is, um, I, I'm not Masterverse. I don't buy him all of them. Um, he also because they're just they're more expensive, and you know. But some of them go on sale, so he gets those. Like when they're on deep sale, he'll yeah. get those. Um, but I got him the Skeletech because he asked. He had made an Origins version using the head from the Revelation Skeletor, the first version, even though it's not sort of tech. It just looked different. On a Skeletor torso, a um, with a Skeletor arm on the left. And then on the right, he used the piece from the new Turtles of Grayskull mouse jaw figure, which is trap jaw. Yes. And it's trap white jaw, yeah. and it has like the mouser head on the front. Mm-hmm. So he was using that and then um, Ninjor legs and um, Horde Trooper. No, not Ninjor legs. Horde Trooper, Snake Trooper. The Horde Trooper legs that are in black as the yeah. bottom half. And then oh, nice. Pig Head from the Sunman line, his bandolier. Like, is that a bandolier? Is that what they call that? The thing like that chest. Strap, yeah. Yeah. And that looks like pretty suggestive of the character. And so I was like, this is pretty great. But we can get you the Masterverse one because, you I know. That. That's what right. I used to do with my G.I. Joes growing up was, you know, unscrew their back and rearrange and really? put all kinds That's... of different new characters together. And, um, and I would have been so nervous to do that. Yeah, I always took mine apart 
and made new characters and all kinds of stuff because uh, you could take all those little parts apart, um, which was a yes. lot of fun. Um, so what do you think of, uh, since we're on that subject, what do you think of um, Masters of the Universe Revolution? I did finally uh, end up watching it. Well, no, and, Adam um, and Tila made out. It's totally good. I mean, I feel <laughs> the bro inside me feels so much better that Tila grew her hair back out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel so much better. Um, uh, but, know, you know, just as a caveat... Better. Before we discuss it, as a caveat, our friends do, you know, write and produce that show. So, um, with that being said, what friends? did you, uh, okay. well, friends, I mean, do you consider people that live in Hollywood <laughs> friends? I, I, I don't know about that, but, but the, uh, and but good friends of ours are, are, uh, very involved with that particular television show, but that's just a caveat. So what did you, uh, think of the show? Um, I knew, you know, I'd, I'd been able to tease out enough of enough. I have good intuition. So I, what I what what happened is what I expected to happen, even though one of our good friends was telling me, no, 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 no. And he just didn't want me to tell anybody. I think um, he didn't tell me anything. Um, and none of our mutual friends told me anything. Um, no, I even even though for 15 years I told them everything I ever found out about the toy industry, but you know, don't tell me anything now. It's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. who knows how um, rough those NDAs they have are. And well, in no, this day I mean, and age, it, there are people that knew that don't have NDAs. Um, and uh, I was very happy. It it suggest you know there's a, an issue with that property. The the He-Man characters were developed by Mattel and then Filmation created the cartoon. And so there's no issue really with most of those characters as far as entertainment rights go. Mattel sold off the entertainment rights to all of that stuff uh, in the late eighties when they were going bankrupt. And it was first uh, purchased by Hallmark, I believe. And then it was purchased by classic media. And now they are split. So I actually don't know who owns the entertainment rights to Masters of the Universe. I think it's Mattel. And then um, DreamWorks bought the entertainment rights to She-Ra, Princess of Power, which is more problematic because that brand was developed between Filmation, Mattel Boys Toys, and Mattel Girls Toys. That's a really sort of reduced way of, of explaining it. But Mattel, just to be quick, Mattel was developing a spinoff line of action dolls for Tila, uh, you know, long hair and sort of a huntress in the woods sort of theme. The cat, the crystal, what would become the Crystal Castle playset was a Zoar bird sort of font fronted. Uh, and there's a, there are pictures of this, like I can post them on the Instagram. Um, and then there were all these ca- characters created. Uh, and Mattel Boys was working on a subline of, figures inspired by universal monsters for he-man so like like the snake man it would have been the horde was called something else and it was dracula you know the um an alien the the um the creature from the black lagoon the wolf man the mummy and so filmation um larry dottilio who sort of spearheaded the idea was like i want to make this show about his sister and she was kidnapped and they had these designs for Hordak and, and Adora slash Hera, is that's what she was initially called. Um, and he, and Hordak looked like the design was basically the design they used for King Ago later in the show, who was a, the troll king who became a, an ally of the rebels. And um, 
Mattel is like, yeah, this is great. Here, use these. We already have these like sort of in production and you can just use these. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll use these designs. So Hordak was the Dracula. So that's why it's the bat. And then he's a bat. Yeah. And then um, Grizzlor was the wolf man. So they sort of, you know, souped him up. And then Leech was the creature from the Black Lagoon, but he became this power sucking leech creature. And Mantena was like whatever the alien creature is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there was, the mummy, which didn't have a name at the time, but they didn't end up making him, but they did in classics. So he's a rap trap. Um, and then Catra, I don't know exactly where she sort of is rooted. I know Bo is rooted in the girls line that was supposed to be a spinoff for Tila. So he stayed. That's why he looks different than the cartoon. He's blonde as a toy and no mustache. And then he had red hair in the cartoon. And my son pointed out, interestingly enough, is why do all of these why do all of randor's family like redheads <laughs> i thought that's a very astute observation because you've got adam into tila with her red hair adora into Bo sort of with her red hair or seahawk with his red hair um and randor is married to marlena and she has red hair so it's really interesting, interesting. and why do all yeah. these ripped dudes have sweet 80s mustaches is what i want to know that's yeah that's that's true um that is a good point but that's sort of um the issue. So Netflix has had to deal with, and Powerhouse have had to deal with negotiating for entertainment rights for Shira because the idea was initially to have her part of the whole thing, but yeah, they couldn't because DreamWorks was like, we're working on our own Shira show and it's going to be like Sex in the City meets She Hulk and blah blah blah, which would have been, which was fine for Sex in the City and fine for She Hulk, but not for Shira. That seems odd. Yeah, well, seems very odd. odd, and it was a terrible idea. So that seems dead because there have been no casting. There's been no casting notice, there are no breakdowns, no screen tests, any of that. Um, and it's just a bad idea. So what do so, you think of the show? Well, wait, I'm I'm getting there. I, okay, so I, all right. My feeling right. is there's a spoiler at the end, and I'm pretty sure everyone has seen it at this point. You see Despara, who is in some versions, uh, in some people's canon, she is Adora, sort of recaptured. Uh, and reprogrammed. Um, and in some cases, it's a retelling of The Secret of the Sword. And I think that's probably where they're going because they sort of have to. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they'll reveal that everybody's minds were wiped. And uh, when the magic, you know, in Revelation, when the magic disappeared or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I think that would be more interesting. Um, but regardless, she's coming. So I <laughs> that makes me very happy. And, and it's sort of... As a He-Man fan and a collector and a watcher of the media, I am such a big She-Ra fan that there's always this sort of like, well, is she coming? Is she going to be part of it? Yeah. And there's this sort of stress that sort of settles in where I can't really enjoy it unless I know one way or the other. <laughs> Which is neurotic. and, and, and Very you know. neurotic, yes. Well, but it's, you know, it's... That's okay, totally understandable. It's a weird, it's weird being a She-Ra fan, for sure. Um, but I'm excited to see a more mature darker castlevania style take on uh or powerhouse take on that group of characters uh, agreed i think it would be really fun um but i loved it i thought it was i know it was fast i know they only had uh, five episodes and it seems like there was a lot that was sort of probably ha- they probably had to cut um and some people were complaining about that. And I'm thinking to myself, it's a cartoon. Like, and you already know these characters. You, you're going in yeah, with an understanding. Not, I mean, like, come on now. You know, it's loosely based on a lot of different sort of source material 
you know the dc comic run not that long ago the original the filmation cartoon you know the the movie um you know where this is going you know where it's come from It, it it just but it was fun like it wasn't I'd heard that they were going to like try to appease all the complainers. And I honestly, I feel like half the complainers, if not more, weren't even real people or they were, but they were just creating, you know, anger for clicks. Of course. Clownfish and stuff. Um, But I, I felt like it was a really good balance of story and, and action. I loved the use of Keldor. It's a favorite character of mine. Um, And I thought, and I hate William Shatner as a person. What? Um, Oh, as a person. As a person. No, I enjoy him in in pretty much everything he does. (laughs) I thought he was great. I don't love him in Star Trek. I'm a huge Trekkie, but I don't love the original. What the? I don't. This podcast is now over. No, he's not my favorite. Um, But I loved him in this cartoon. He was perfect. Yeah, I thought he was great. And And he's so good. Like, he's old. And he didn't yeah, sound. Old. He sounded like he was fifty at the most, and was. It sounded like T.J. Hooker doing the voiceover. Yeah, for like sure. like just a smart delivery of a really interesting character, and the way they sort of got so much exposition done with that character in a short amount of time, and it's such a stunningly beautifully, a beautiful visual way with the flashbacks for him, and mm-hmm. made me want it like a a spinoff or some sort of supplemental media. I know they're doing comics, so that's going to be fun. But I, I want more of Keldor's story growing up. Because that's sort oh, of for sure, yeah. the lead up to going, you know, looking to Hordak for for um, help and, and uh, a definition of self. Like, I, I would love more of his experiences on Eternia mm-hmm. growing up. Um, My main problem is they killed King Randor, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters. Just like the previous know. series, they killed Orko, weird. and then you know well, he came back or whatever. Um, and of course that episode was written by my friend, so he's he's on the list yeah. now. He's on yes, the your list. Friend, your friend is smart and knows things, and I keep pushing <laughs> our other friend who's with the producer, and I'm like, I'm like, he's not. His death was weird. Like he starts coughing and his eyes are red, and I'm like, and you have the Mendor character, who's the doctor which was a new character created for the DC comic series, which they are using obviously as a, at least a, a source of some info and, and storyline telling Mendor was King Hiss. He was in disguise and he was poisoning people. So like, Oh, your, your friend died or there's a, there's sickness. In well, the maybe that's an Easter like, egg for future episodes. That's what I'm hoping that right? he's not dead or that if he is dead, that's why. Because it was, it, you know, it's a crappy way to go, but at least it's not like, oh, you know, and I know, and Ted said to someone, no, it's just, you know, some people die. And I'm like, mm, do they? With Mendor? There could, be, there could be, with that character, it could be something that leads into, I mean, because if you got to have big bads for the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, oh, yeah, be sure. Doing that I mean, storyline. Uh, and that'd be, be a way to, yeah, and that'd be a way to leave it off as I killed your father, you know. Right. Um, well, and, and he's all in Preternia now, and apparently people come back from Preternia, like Orko and Adam. So, you know. And Adam, yes. The, the rules, so are, the rules are, are, are not, you know, unbendable. Now, the uh, most important part of the TV show, I thought, was the action figures that they're making, of course, because this being a yes. toy podcast. Um, yes. <laughs> did you order that really cool looking motherboard action figure from? Uh, I did. Christian Hell has Creations? one, and I have one. Um, you both have. That's one hundred and thirty dollars for the figures. Holy cow! Really? Just for those, I think sixty five bucks. Because after I saw the show, I was like, I don't collect these, but I really like that figure. 
It was it 60 is, bucks. It is, so I was like, it is cool. Well, there was a sale. I missed that. There was a sale for the holidays. I got mine at Comic-Con, but there was a sale um, for the holidays. It was like not a huge amount off, but it was something. Uh, but he's loved that. He loves that figure. And he loves that it's Screech. And I really do hope we get... Because she's Screech in a decent scene in like the fourth episode. Trying mm-hmm. to break through the Grayskull uh, um, force field. And I thought this would be cool to have. Like a sizable Screech with this sort of tech w- under the wings. And that, like that would be a cool toy to have. But yeah, I... The only issue with Motherboard as a figure that I have is that her wing falls off. Everybody's like left wing, it falls right out of the thing. Like you have to glue it in. Oh. Otherwise, oh, it just comes out. Uh, the other side doesn't, but that one does. Um, but yeah, yeah I he, really enjoyed it. If they ever go on sale, I may have to pick that one up because it's a really neat looking. Really neat. Has Prince Adam come out yet already? Because that's yes. the figure I want. Yeah, I have him. He's out as well. And he has two heads. Because I haven't has, seen like, any regular... of them at the store. No, uh, he was in the wave with Horde Skeletor, Horde Apprentice Skeletor, the like vision okay. that you see in the second half of Revelation where Skeletor is remembering, yeah. but he's not remembering that he's Keldor at the time. He's thinking yeah. of himself as Skeletor, um, which is really interesting regarding the the, the evil in story. Because um, there was a supplemental comic about that and how she's like, yeah, that's not what you told me originally when he explains his origin and it's like, this fleshed out horde sort of based thing where they invaded this planet of skeleton people. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, that's not, I don't think that's real. And she sort of at the end is like, yeah, I don't know if that's really what happened, but okay. Um, And then uh, he came in. So he was with that horde Skeletor. um, Adam, what else was in that wave? Uh, Buzz off. And, uh faker the new faker with the magenta armor that's really nice okay um but they were all these i've never seen these at retail i've never seen these at retail ever they are they've shown up at ross Um, oh jeez okay like in small numbers i i haven't seen any at mine but they uh they have shown up at ross uh around the country for you know five dollars so check (laughs) because <laughs> they might have them check your ross because i wouldn't mind yeah five dollars for prince adam sounds pretty nice yeah and that's and the thing a, with um that's the thing i've wanted to ask you was have you been able to find things at retail lately like my local stores have been pretty rough on new figures it's like they'll get a huge glut of them for about a week yeah and then they're gone for months and months and months and months and i kind of have to order stuff if there's anything new that i want um like i haven't seen any um beyond the infinity saga i haven't seen any of the new marvel legends waves nothing anywhere no Um, target is the only place i ever see marvel legends and it's very sparse and it's very very it doesn't happen very often yeah it's all movie stuff i I, you know i got the uh before christmas i found all the spider no way home stuff and that's kind of the last thing i've seen it's middle of february almost no, I've and that's seen, kind of, that's kind of the last thing I've seen. I mean, I saw a random, you know, Luke Cage from one of the newer waves at Second and Charles, but I haven't seen any of those new waves, any of that stuff. I mean, I can order it all, of course, right now, but I love looking at them in person. Right. Um, well, yeah, and checking. To it's make driving sure me a little crazy. It's driving me a little crazy that I can't find them in person. I've seen GI Joe classified at retail. I've seen McFarlane at retail, DC McFarlane stuff at retail. I've seen. 
uh, Christian collects those Jack's Mario things and yes. uh, Hot Wheels Mario Kart. Those we find at retail pretty well. Um, uh, He-Man, yeah. no, uh, which I think is on purpose, so that makes sense. Um, except the Turtles of Grayskull stuff, the only thing I've seen so far is I've that mouse I've seen those. I've seen, seen that. Those. I think I've seen one of the others. I see Moss Man at Walmart uh, for $39.99 for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, not really sure what that's all about. Uh, the last Masters of the Universe I actually found in the wild was Duplico. Yes. Which, I uh, never found him in the wild, but I was able yeah. to order him when Walmart put him up for those days where they were like, here's two, go to yeah. it. And then like, yeah. it was like, I remember being up really late and it, and I'm like, oh, it's there. And then I go to do it and it's like, out, it's in 1300 people's carts. Go, yeah. you know, go F yourself. Um, Good <laughs> luck. But then I ended up getting it and um, I ordered one for myself, one for Christian and one extra for parts because it's sort of a good neutral body. Yeah. Um, although I haven't opened that one because I feel guilty. So you have three of them. You whined and complained about that figure for so long, and now you well, have. Well, but three it was impossible them? to get him. <laughs> he was. Like, he, he was very he was hard nowhere, to find. and and he would be in stock at like a Walmart far away, and I would go, and then he would be gone because somebody yeah. obviously was looking. Um, and they had you know one of them. So that's another thing. Most of the stores, it's like they have one case because, yeah, that's you know, they don't they're not interested in adult collector stuff. But I don't really understand. I don't know if it's because. With He-Man, I wonder if it's sort of PTSD that's still in place from 2000 X. I mean, it could be those did choke the shelves for a very yeah, long time. Yeah, and it and that sort of wrecked things in a major way. I mean, the I, I don't know because at this point, how many people are still working in retail that were in charge back then? Maybe yeah, the same people. I don't know. I mean, it it has been a while. Um, I don't know. I I just feel like online so much easier and most of the time reliable, but. Again, you don't get the sort of rush of going in and seeing something in person. Yeah, that's the thing is I can click on Hasbro Pulse and order all those Marvel Legends right. figures that right. I'm missing right this moment. But what's the fun in that? Like when I got Duplico, it was like, oh, wow, I finally can now have all this. Once the three pack, the target, yeah. the last target three pack came out, I was like, wow, never in my wildest dreams that I think I think ever you have an all complete, the Sunman, a complete yeah, Sunman collection of unmade characters ever in my lifetime. And those are figures that I've always loved for years and years and mm -hmm. years and years. Never been able to have any. No, every expensive. time I look at them and I have them all over there and they're, I love them. I think they're I awesome. absolutely love those figures. Um, they're, it was interesting hearing, uh, Isla, I think is her first name and I forget her last name and that, which is so bad. She's like the Harvard professor, Princeton professor who created the line for her son. Yeah. She's she amazing. Was, she was saying the names like I always said hol holographo because I thought I was being fancy, but it she's like it. This is holographo, and I was like, oh, it is just that simple. Okay, never mind. Uh, I was like, this holographo seems so much. That more. figure's incredible, by the way. I love it's so simple, but I love him. He's got this dumb sword that's like the, the so hilt nice. of it it's is huge. Nonsense. Yeah, love but it. it has a hologram, and that's. Like 80s kid, 90s they're so kid evocative. Joy. Yeah, they're so evocative of that time period, like of knockoffs yeah. of that time period. Like yes. it's so, the stuff I used to see at like 
when the 7-Eleven would carry action figures were such a big deal. They had them at grocery stores. They had them at 7-Eleven or wherever. Right. Um, they had all the Rimcos. I, they used to have a freaking rack of Rimcos at the 7-Eleven in my town. Oh, That's just wait. a rack of them. I got a spinny rack of Rimcos that are now That's worth a billion dollars each. A billion each. dollars. That's, see, all those I, Conans, all the Conans, all the Warlord, yes, oh all God. that stuff. They had tons of that stuff for like three bucks I you know, have, or whatever it I was. Have, I have a bunch of those now. Like, not a bunch, but like... A little small collection supplemented by my Zoloverse stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like him, Michael Zolor. Oh God, I'm gonna yeah. butcher his name. He owns yeah, Zoloverse for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always have a great interaction with him. He's so he's fun to talk to. He's a huge Super Masters knowledgeable, of the Universe fan. knows everything. Yes. He knows everything. And yeah. And he's made these, and people will like rank on him. But it's like, well, other than going to eBay and finding yep. what little is left you can buy these and now you can sort of interchange things but what made me the most happy was that i guess i forget what con it was this year it might have been oh it was PowerCon. i didn't go because it's like it's not he-man con anymore yeah. it's you know this other thing which is great um but he was there and my friend ricky who we know who's been on you know a friend of the of the pod Sit for uh, forever. Uh, yes, McFarlane devotee. Yeah. <laughs> no, Wonder Woman devotee. True, Wonder Woman Wonder devotee. Woman. True. Um, I think he could. I think he's, he's at home flying his little superpowers yeah. invisible jet. <laughs> he right moved now. recently and has a house now, and he has a guest room, and it's just one. It's all Wonder Woman, and I was like, that's I love brilliant. It. That's, you can that's sort of pretty great. Have the collection room function something else. I love it. Um, I love it. But he was there, and they had a Zolo, the Zoloverse Skull Man. Which I will post on. Yeah, so um, great. I mean, yes, where else are you getting that figure for less exactly. than hundred fifty dollars? Exactly, and it, you yeah. cannot tell the difference. It is so cool. I've wanted this figure forever. I never remember seeing this. I saw, you know, Warlord that stuff. I saw oh, yeah. the Beast, Beast uh, Warriors, Warrior Beast. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. in the store and been and was not allowed to have those because they weren't He Man. And my mother was like, "You're not having another collection," in her rare moment of restraint. Um. <laughs> And I also sort of developed like a disdain for those and be like, they're not real. But then when I got Such a Warlord... better quality than those old figure well, He-Man yes, figures. Yes, that's that. the ironic better part. Than those old ones. The, the legs are better, you know. The, Everything's um, better. I used the Warlord figure in the, like after 2000X came out and I was like going to eBay and finding stuff. I bought a Warlord figure for like nothing um, oh, yeah, back then you get him for nothing. Right, and used him as King Ran or as King Miro, um, in my my display. So that was not for my 2000X display, but for my vintage stuff. Um, and now I have, you know, one of my favorite Zolo World ones is um, the uh, oh gosh, um, I'm gonna forget the name. Yeah, the furry. Um, some, yeah. It's not Conan, and it's not. It's it's like yeah, a, the furry guy. I forget his name too. Um, um, don't they? He owns the term Rimco now, doesn't he? He may, yeah. I think um, he does. I think he actually owns. I mean, the he owns all the skulls Rimco, which they, I mean, twenty twenty plus years ago, when we all of us nerds that are still around were right. on those old like collector forums. He was that one of those. Old. Come on. He was one of those guys on those forums back then that had all, he was the one that had all that stuff and was super Mm -hmm. into the Rimcos and taught all of us 
20 plus years ago about all those figures um and he was sort of the authority even back then i think he owns it now which is pretty oh, yeah. pretty cool I mean, and that's another thing like people are like oh you built this and it's all based and he's like he owns the sculpts like he owns the design I think he owns everything like, he, yeah it's at this point he also runs a um a con zolo con which yeah, Zolo-Con, is yeah. about to just happen happened recently i thought or, it happened did it recently. just happen like this yeah, past week so. Um, yeah. I never can go because it's always when I'm doing a show, like every time. Um, but anyway, this Skullman figure, I just showed it. Um, I'll post this as well. Um, but Ricky was there. He's like, do you want any Zolo stuff? And I was like, yes. What do they have? Yes. And he's like, they have that Skullman figure. And so he gave me, so he asked him and he told me, I was like, tell him I said hi. And he, he, he gave me like half off on it, which was just wow. so cool. I know. I was like, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was like $70 as an exclusive. So it's pretty amazing that we're living yeah. in a world where a boutique figure like that can even get made. Like, even oh, be I manufactured know. is really incredible. Um, and there's so much of that happening uh, in the in the sort of collecting toy world at the moment. I mean, like, things... And we've talked about this before, but, like, things I never thought I'd ever see, like my new favorite figure in the Marvel Legends line, Kristar the Crystal Warrior, <laughs> which everyone yeah. knows I'm a huge uh, vintage collector, and yeah. that was one of my favorite lines as a kid. And I have the playset and all that stuff, and I've had, like, three different versions of it in my lifetime, and now I that have was, another was version. Like, and Yeah, we talked about that a little, like, a couple days ago, and I said it was, like, for teenagers who were into heavy metal, like I looked at yeah. that line and was like, "That's not in my." I was this little boy, like looking at He-Man. Yeah, you were you were just a little too young for Kristoff. And I was like, "What is that?" Like I didn't know. I thought they were part of some kind of game. It made me think yeah. of like Dungeons and Dragons. I have no idea why, but this was like my you know four year old self looking at these sure. things, going like, "What is that?" But they were too small for He-Man, so I it was no. Yeah. And that, which is terrible, but that's, you know, that's how my mind worked. Then. I mean, I had, I think I had everything but the playset back in the day. Um, but Crystal, you know, the, the Crystal Castle. Yeah. Um, I've had two or three of them over the last 25 years that I've had to sell and then rebuy and then sell Do you sell have again. it now? I do still have it now. Can you, can everything... you, annoying as this might be, can you pull that stuff out and post pictures of it? Because I have never I seen can. it sort of displayed by someone I know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's um, a piece of junk, but it's really fun. It's not as crappy as the Black Star Castle. I was gonna say fun. it can't be much more. Um, I mean, I've even got the. I have that. the original box. I still have the original box and oh, all that. I mean, cool. it's one of my all-time favorite uh, play sets, um, and I've owned a couple different versions of it. But uh, right now, now, everything I have because my wife and I, and my son moved, and we're yes. still in an in-between place where we don't have any place to put anything. Everything is in storage, Ugh. so I have to pull up an old photo for you because everything is in storage except for. Maybe things that I've bought in the last six months. Um, right. Speaking of which, Crystar Crystal Warrior, uh, which my friend Brian Charles Rooney sent to me for my birthday, which was very, yes. very nice of very you. Early, early um, birthday. A very early birthday present. And he's incredible and amazing. And I'm totally blown away by the figure. My only, you know, my only thing is I wish he was just like the old figure and you could take his helmet off. But other than that, I mean, he's and perfect. I, yeah, and I, I have him too. And I think he's awesome. I And I've said this like a couple times. I wish he were chunkier. At least on a bigger buck. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like he should be. I, I don't. And it's not like the old figure was. Massive. The old figure was slender, just like right. this one. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel like it should be. It should be chunkier. Um, 
But anyway. And what's fun is because the Crystars were all repaints of each other with different heads, they could make a bunch of the different characters with this body. Right. Um, which would be a lot of fun if they just like did a comic on three pack or something of uh, of different characters from Crystar because they already have the body made, um, which is right. kind of fun. Now the bad guys, Moltar and all, or whatever their guys, Magma Man or whatever his name is. Magma Man, yeah. Those guys, uh, you know, that's gonna have to be a whole new sculpt, which they may or not may not Who, do in the future. Well, but they, who's the wizard? I don't remember. Yeah, the name. wizard Ogeode and um, they could do that in, in white Marvel beard Legends. wizard, and then Zardeth is the bad wizard. I mean, they oh, they that, can make those, those be... out of existing parts yeah. easily with just a new head and maybe a jacket or something. Um, but I mean, that's a figure I've been pretty excited about. Uh, I think the thing, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about as we sort of start to wrap up here, is since we haven't recorded in a long time and we're trying to hear get back with season three and we're trying to get back on the swing of things now that we're both sort of in a place where we can do the podcast again. Um, what's, what's the thing or the line or, or the figure or the place that or something you've been most excited about over the last six months to a year. Um, mine is probably, and it might be yours too. It's probably GI Joe classified. That line has really kind of taken off. And I think, the most spectacular action figure made in the last, I don't know, five years is that there, Serpentor. Oh, yeah, that's a great figure. Um, I think that might be my favorite action figure made in the last five years. Oh, that's really? a pretty bold thing to okay. say. It is bold. Um, it's I think really that, something. That line has been nice to collect. I'm getting now to the point where I'm going to be cherry picking. I mean, I've basically I cherry picked, but, I I, picked them but I, I'm collecting what I had as a kid. But I had a lot of them. So at this point, yeah, you know, too. there aren't many that I don't have. Um, Copperhead is one of my favorites they've made, and Zorana as well. Um, yeah, she's really nice. I love Serpentor also, because that's like just total Serpentor childhood out nostalgia. Um, out of control. The Baroness is amazing. Um, who else do I love from that line? Um, there, uh, Big Ben is one that I like a lot. I didn't have that as a child, that's but I, I like that character and that he's British and that's cool. Um, who else do I love from that line? I don't like the Zartans. I love Zartan. He's probably one of my favorite. The Zartans aren't perfect yet. They no. haven't made the perfect sort of cartoon styled one. I need one that um, looks like the figure I had and I need him with the, with the, um, oh gosh. Um, the water moccasin is what I put uh, copperhead in the uh, chameleon. Sky, I, the yeah, chameleon, yeah. And I need him to change color. I need all of those things. I don't need it split up over three different action figures. Like, I, you know. Very on. true. Very true. Um, Chuckles, I love. Uh, that was a, He's a fun really, figure. Yeah. And I love CoverGirl, even though she looks a little bit like, um, oh, gosh, uh, Amanda. Um, what's her face from New York? She's like a club kid, glamour sort of trans <laughs> model who is on purpose sort of overly plastic surgery um mm -hmm. uh created and the face was like oh it looks like her that's interesting it's so bad the it's the, not great the cover girl's one of my cover girl's one of my favorite figures and i still yeah. haven't bought that figure because that head I is just know. not i'm not having it like where i'm gonna wait till they make a i'm gonna wait till they make a retro version because like they finally made a good scarlet that retro scarlet oh, looks really nice god that, that retro duke be, looks nice that's gonna be one of my favorite figures um, of the year Oh, for um, sure, and I can't wait. And I'm hoping they do a retro cover girl with two different heads, like retro heads, a blonde head and a yeah. and a brown head. Um, 
I'm waiting so both the, hair the colors to come out, and that that's going to be a huge because that's still a toy that I have from when I was a kid, and I loved that. Oh yeah, I do too. I um, do. Yeah, I mean that, and I'm also I haven't really I don't have a lot of the Super Seven ones, but there were some on sale like for really cheap, so I got a couple. Yeah. Um, and I am gonna order that all female wave, not only to be supportive, but because I don't have those. I mean, I ordered the regular Scarlet from them just to keep in the box and put on the shelf. But and she's really nice. Yeah, but I I like the color variant and I know it's a good chunk of change, but I sort of feel like I want I want that effort rewarded, especially from a small company, because Brian yeah. takes chances on things and he and does then, he know, does and, amazing work. Um, and gets nothing the, but complaints for it. One of the other really good figures, and I, I've been sort of forgetting to mention this to to anyone really, um, was um, uh, Stellara from Sectars, made by Nacelle. Nacelle, um, yeah, I, that figure's unbelievable figure I've really, always wanted. I even bid on the prototype ones, and I lost yeah. it back on eBay like twenty years ago. No, and I should have been more because I would love to have had it. Um, she's well made. They, it's she's probably, probably them that bought it. That bought it from me. Yeah. Probably because <laughs> it's yeah. really. I mean, it looks just like that. It's so well painted. It's so. It's so. It's a perfect just, figure. It's a perfect figure for it sure. It really is. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, which, you know, for a female figure nowadays, there's always something wrong other than, yeah. I mean, the knee, the, the double jointed knees are seamless into that. You don't boot. even know. Like I didn't know I mean, for it's a couple shocking. weeks that she I had I was shocked at how joint. nice they are. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, that's why I'm yeah. upset. My toys are in storage because my hive play sets in storage and I haven't yes. been able to put her on it. Yeah, and I'm just like, it. come you on, pitch. man, you're killing me here. Um, now, uh, what's his face? Oh. Why am I forgetting his name? The other guy, the main guy. Oh, Darko? um, Dragon. Oh gosh. Uh, I'm not his name. It's not. Mr. Sektar, Dargon, yeah, yeah, Mr. Sektar. Um, the original figure's better. Um, even though this one is a nicer I figure, have, I don't have the new ones. The so, original figure was better. Um, okay. but she is just out of control, and I hope right. that they make the, the other unproduced versions if these yes. sell enough, which I mean, they may or I, may not. I don't know. I mean, they're forty bucks, which is. I thought it was not, totally worth it. Not terrible. The card back is really nice. It's packaged well. You can put it. I'm pretty sure you it can is. put it. So you were saying. So I was saying before the tech rudely interrupted us um, that she. Um, I don't know. I, I need I have a few of my sectars from when I was a kid. I don't have all of them. I didn't have a huge amount, but I still have my favorites. So they're sort of sitting in a clump on my desk. Um, <laughs> but the other you do need to make you take pictures of you get that playset and take pictures of her sort of take oh, giving yeah, a tour I can't or something. Wait. I can't um, wait. The other big one for me recently was movie Evil Lynn, um, which I yeah, had that's a cool I, figure. I had to do a repaint of because the costume was originally gold. Everyone's argued about this because there's been a recreation that's gone around and people think that's the original. And I think the people at Mattel thought the same thing. So that she came in this sort of like gray, unfinished plastic. Um, so I redid her uh, to make Very it nice more. Very nice. And gold, yeah. Use the I gold love that head sculpt, though. Gold Mattel. Oh, well, the other thing was that I had to sort of um, fix her makeup. Yeah. Unfortunately, I know a lot about that. So I, it, the sculpt is there. The paint was not. Yeah. She has a lot of rouge in the movie. She's got crazy cheekbones and amazing eyes and lots of eyeshadow. None of that was there. So I used um, colored pencils and then I mod podged over it to seal it. 
Oh, nice. And now it's sort of that's a, a neat discovery I've made also that you can mod podge joints and the paint doesn't go away if you repaint them. Oh really? Very interesting. Yeah, that's what I think a lot of these um higher class, higher end uh customizers are doing and they were like, I'm not gonna tell and it's like it's mod podge. Um I'm not gonna tell. Come on, everybody, come on, come I know. on, come on. I I know. Um <laughs> but yeah so that the movie evil End so is a what big are, deal uh tell me what you're looking forward to that's coming out soon your attorney at play set is that what you're looking forward yeah, to? yeah i mean i'm looking forward to that i'm a little stressed because the box is huge and i don't want to put it out yet because as i had been sort of saying before i zigzagged in 17 directions the playroom where christian stuff is and our den is i have to like he has old like little kid stuff he has a teepee he never uses and i'm yeah. like we have to take that down so that you have more space. No, oh, I can't. Like, I need my TV. And I'm like, you never go in there. It's a dust collector. It is, it is. There's like instructions from toys and like an old boxing glove and some wrappers from your Easter candy from last year. Like, it, there's nothing. You've hidden garbage in there, basically. It's a garbage can. So we can get you a garbage can. I did a whole wall of shelves for him for his Mario stuff. And it looks so nice. And he's like... He walks in and just kind of stares at it. That's awesome. Like, this is so nice. It's like yours. And I was like, yes. That's right, well, darling. Well, well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the the build. I'm going to have to keep that sort of to myself because I don't want him helping with the stickers. Because um, I need them to be perfect. <laughs> Yes, of um, course. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Just do it while he's at school. Just do it yeah, while he's I, at school. Yeah, I might. I might take a day where I don't have anything, you know, new teaching or anything and just do that. Um, I'm nervous because some people have had things malformed, like the throne part is like missing a piece on the side and the floor and some people's just like a sort of spike in it. So you can't get this. I have to sand it if that happens because um, the sticker doesn't lay flat. But I am excited about it. I'm excited about it. Because it scales with Masterverse and Classics also. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Which is something they foolishly did not promote. I think they would have sold a lot more of that set if they'd been like, if you're a Masters of the Universe Classics fan, you can buy this and it works with your figures. Yeah. And they did it. Like, I, it's just... I feel like they should have sold a lot more of them because the price was fairly reasonable. <clears throat> I mean, I was very close <clears throat> on the fence to grabbing them, but I think we were moving or doing something at the time and i couldn't get it it was just too just a little too much for me to get it uh so anybody yeah. out there that has an extra one colonel Rain's well i yeah one. i have a i have a uh, friend who well he's in germany and i inquired um he said he's he was on the fence but he's gonna keep it um because he paid over a thousand dollars because of the shipping he's like yeah, i have oof. to charge you know it's they're not gonna Tons, yeah yeah they won't let you re- reroute it either because i have a friend who moved and it went to his old house in like eight states oh, no. away. Yeah. No. Um, no. He was able to get in touch with FedEx and pay a little bit to have them. Yeah, that's like, terrifying. Oh, I know. That is terrifying. Um, <laughs> it's like that's so, that's so crappy. Um, uh, that is terrifying. The thing I'm most looking forward to, which is not going to be for a while, is the Cat's Lair from Super Seven. Sort of my. That does look like the world's greatest playset, and I was just so discussing beautiful. it with the other Brian the other day, and mm-hmm. we both regret not ordering it. Um, he actually collected the entire Super 7 line. I didn't collect it all. You know, I'm just a playset guy, so I'd rather just have the playset first and then get the figures later. Yes. Um, and I'm a little upset I didn't order it. I'm hoping that, like the Thunder Tank, they made a few extras, and it'll be on Big Bad Toy Store for $100 off, like the yeah. 
Thunder Tank is sometimes. Um, maybe. The shipping will be I'm crazy. Hoping... Four dollars in your pile of loot. <laughs> I mean, maybe. But the uh, I'm hoping that that'll happen and I can find a little bit of money if I get some extra work and or sell some stuff and make that happen because I you know, feel you, like you we're in the time just... of like great playsets and I'm yeah. missing out. You could also Mr. Play, Mr. Playset is missing out on playsets. I know, really silly. Um, you know, there's always Brian Flynn. Like I, you know, I didn't get Ghost Jaga, and I, you know, was able to, you know, because we, you know, you know people, and you can ask. And you do, you do, you can ask. I mean, we could always, I'm sure, do that. I don't want to. Not gonna him, hurt. But the, uh, but you never know. I mean, it's one of those things that could be around. But I, I don't even know what I'm looking forward to right now. My, uh, hey, what I don't are you? think. I finally finished collecting all of the Indiana Jones six-inch figures, uh, which was exciting because that's always been one of my favorite properties. And I'm sad because I don't think they're ever going to make another one. I feel like <laughs> Even you though there's and, a lot of figures like on the table that they didn't make. Three other people. Did yeah, they the make a six-inch short round yeah. or no? They did, and he's okay, awesome. Good. Yeah, that's... And, uh, they even made like a retro-inspired one as well. Uh, but the I'm a little sad that line probably is over forever. Yeah. Um, and I would have loved to have had a few more characters from that that we didn't get that we got in the three and three quarter line back about 15 years ago. But other than that, I don't even know what I'm looking forward to right now. I'm looking forward to getting a house so that I can put up my toy room again. That's really yeah. what I'm looking forward to. I don't even remember what toys I have right now because they're all sitting That's in boxes. Horrible. Um, Wait, so are you? Don't are even know a, what I have. Are they in a garage or are they in a storage unit or what? No, they're in a storage. They're all in a giant <sighs> storage unit, like tons yeah, of boxes that, in a storage well, that, unit. I have a few small boxes with me, like little tiny little boxes of figures mm-hmm. that I've gotten recently with me, like Stellara and all those other right. characters. I have some of those in here. Um, get Duplico, yourself. I've got all the Sunman figures. Get yourself a bin, like a, a, a medium-sized bin, and go there and fill it up, and bring it home, and then you know, recycle and go back and forth. I mean, it's, true. That you is know, true. You, you'll and revisit stuff. That's because that was my existence in New York. I didn't. I didn't have. You know, a, I had a like a glorified closet sort of room that I created out of make, we put a pressure wall up and made one of the bedrooms smaller. So it was the best I could do. And it was, otherwise it was a giant storage unit and it was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love one, not yeah. paying for that now, but, um, Oh you yeah, know, you, yeah. It's so expensive now. It's crazy. It's uh, I did the same thing when I lived in West Hollywood. I lived in a little bungalow in West Hollywood for right. years and I had everything in a storage unit and I would just cycle toys out. I'd bring some right. toys over. I'd cycle toys out. Um, which is annoying, but I do I miss think, having my toy room. I think room. you should do it. I think it's not having a toy room, and it's really... I, I know, like, regular people will be like, oh, whatever, but it's, like, it's it's horrible having had that and then having to not have it for a while. It's Especially rough, yeah, it's with rough. with the work that you did on it, too. Like, that's, that's yeah. harsh. Um, it's but, rough, because you know, I have forever. a lot of investment in my toy room, yeah. but... Hopefully we will get a place to live here very soon, or like a permanent place to be here soonish. And um, and with that being said, I have to go to rehearsals. I'm sure you do uh, at some point. No, soon. I'm off and, today. Um, I don't have anything. Oh, I'm he's so a happy. he's a Grammy nominee. He doesn't have to go to rehearsal <laughs> it's Monday. today. There's no rehearsal um, for me. I just win little awards in Florida. Nobody cares about. So, but I actually won those awards, unlike you. Um, I have the, plenty um, of awards on my, my bookcase <laughs> downstairs do. if you want to go through those, because we can. Um, no, we lost the Grammy because it wasn't just my nomination. It was a bunch it of was politics, man. 
<laughs> yeah, it's politics, man. It was Br- it was Brandon's fault, man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor man. That poor man and the beating I just oh. that he takes. And I'm like, none of you idiots real I'm sorry, but I just it gets me. I'm like, read the damn bills. Read the bills. Stop watching TV. Exactly. Totally. Well, what's fun is one of the reasons we wanted to bring this podcast back for its third season was because we do feel like 2024 is going to be a very tumultuous year for everyone, particularly here in America and the rest of the world, for that matter. And we hope that all of you are doing well. We hope that you're healthy. We hope that you're getting all the toys of your dreams because we're living in a dream time. It's going to be over at some point. Super 7 is going to go out of business. Uh, Mattel's going to stop making toys. Hasbro's going to stop making toys for a door at some point soon because we're all getting older. Disney World's going to close. Everything's okay? dead. When I was a kid, my parents all collected model train stuff and you could get a model train store. Every town had one. Mm-hmm. They had model train uh, conventions. That stuff doesn't exist anymore. That's a very think, niche thing. I mean, now. I know that like it's all Nintendo and, and apps and everything now. Do you really think that it, toys won't circle back? I'm not really sure. I feel like people are going to, we've talked about this before too. I think people are going to unplug from the screen at some point. Yeah. Um, and so I think we'll come back to a more traditional play model because my son, my son's three, he goes to school. He's in there brushing Barbie's hair and playing yeah. with Lightning McQueen and having a great time. And the actual physical sensation of it, yes. not on a screen is so very important to him. Like and, what and I'm doing he now. Loves breaking my toys. Hair what you're doing. I am doing the same. <laughs> and he loves pulling out his little people, and he's got a huge collection of those. Right. Uh, his latest oh, one yeah. he got was the little the little people from the Notebook. He was very excited to you know, get a Brian Gosling figure. Are you? Um, what? <laughs> it's true. This is not a no, joke. No, you're fired. It's very the true. Notebook. That's apparently uh, that just uh, the, there's a musical now of that on Broadway, and it's apparently amazing. Uh, friends of mine. That's to see so it, now so. his the Notebook figures can play with his RuPaul Drag Place figures, which is pretty cool. <laughs> what? I know it's indoctrin. It's just terrible indoctrination into terrible novels. I know it's horrible. We're indoctrinating him into cheesy novels How like the Notebook. But that being media. said, I hope that uh, you are well. I hope your attorneya comes soon. Yes, we'll and talk about um, that with that being said, it's so nice to catch up with everyone. And I know there's some technical issues in this uh, episode, but we'll hopefully figure those out in the future. Maybe, maybe not. We're, We're old men. Enough, Who knows? It's fine. Let's hope so. But uh, we hope all your collector dreams are coming true. Enjoy it while you can. Because as Brian Charles Rooney said, you cannot take it with you. um, Except maybe a few of my Spider-Man figures that my wife's going to bury with me. But other than that, um, you can't take it with you. And uh, we hope you are well. We'll see you Hit us up on Instagram if you have questions you want us to answer for the next few episodes uh, that aren't Or if there's anything you wanted us to talk about, we'd love it. Please subscribe to us. We're a small-level podcast, so it's, you know, we have a niche little audience, which is really nice. But we are listened to in a lot of places, and so we do think it's something valid for us to continue to do, and we hope that you enjoy it. And maybe we'll have an actual real conversation next time. Uh, about this was stuff. a real conversation so, about toys. Good. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But it's so nice to catch up with all of you. We miss all of you. Um, and again, our thoughts and prayers go out to all of you trying to find that perfect McFarlane Superman figure. So have yourself a lovely <laughs> evening and an afternoon or whatever it is for you. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. A civilization dies, but its secrets are preserved in a mysterious place called the Hive.
Now, good and evil sectors. Trapdoor. Battle for those secrets. You control the monster Noir, the giant destructible, the booby-trapped bridge, the secret laboratory. All the defenses left by the ancients and the mysterious hive. Sectors by Coleco.